Hey guys, welcome to our lifestyle and young entrepreneurial podcast. Not only do we provide you with the tools to scale your business, but we also inspire you to become the best possible version of yourself, step outside of your comfort zone, and challenge yourself to create the life you've always dreamed of. All right, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Abby, an Iowa girl who packed up her things and headed to Arizona to build the life that she has always wanted. With her business marketing major and entrepreneurial mindset, here to offer her real world experiences and inspiration. And I'm Kyleen, a mid-20s gal obsessed with all things health and business, who could talk your ears off about anything motherhood and lifestyle related, and whose biggest passion is to encourage others to go after their dream life. Basically, we are your new best friends and we will be here with you every step of the way. We are the The Go Go Get Get It Girl Girl Podcast. Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Abby and today we are talking all about stress. Guys, it is literally no secret that this year has brought a lot of stress to literally everyone in the world. Um, I know I have felt it like crazy. Um, So we thought it would be a helpful, we thought it would be very helpful to chat about it a little bit. Um, So we're going to be talking all about the effects of stress and how we can do our best to eliminate these on a daily basis. Um, this episode is also semi-selfish for myself as well. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. It's been a stressful year. No one's going to deny that. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, hopefully this episode can help you guys in any way, just kind of break it down and kind of work through it. But before we get into today's episode, we just wanted to give you guys like a little update on what the next two months are going to look like. Um, and what you should expect from us during uh, this time with our podcast. So for those of you who don't know, those of you who don't know, (laughs) I miss the who, uh, I'm due with my baby on the 28th of this month. And so that's like up in the air when exactly I will have him. So sometime in August, I'll have him. And so we're trying our best to pre-record as many episodes as we can because I don't want to just not know and then we're supposed to record four episodes and then I'm in labor. So (laughs) we're trying to do our best to like stay on top of it. But today is currently July 30th, and so I'm not really sure when we're going to be able to record again. Um, So like I said, we have a bunch of episodes prepped, but we're only prepped until about mid-September right now. And so we aren't sure what September is going to look like. August, you're probably not going to know a difference. But for September, we either will try and record some solo episodes. We do have two planned already for September, but you guys might be getting a little bit more of Abby in September, or I might be feeling anxious to like get back and like record a birth podcast. I don't know. <laughs> um, we might miss a week, which we're really trying not to do, but if it happens, it happens, and we'll just kind of keep up the next week. Or, like I said, you guys might not even know anything is different. I might be feeling great, and you guys would have never guessed I had a baby. So let's hope it's that one. <laughs> I feel like um, we're in, like, this weird season of life right now where it's kind of like we're literally just, like, taking it day by day and just hoping that um, everyone can kind of, like, adapt with us as well. Yes, which we're super yeah. appreciative because I feel like everyone's yes. been, like, really – no one's been, like, down our throats about anything, but I also feel like we've done a good job of just making it seem like nothing's happened because we haven't missed any uploads or anything like that. <laughs> um, but if you guys don't know, too, Abby's been gone for, like, six weeks, I think, right? I don't even know how long I think at you this left rate. on Father's Day. Like, I remember that day Oh, yeah, leaving. I did. So has it's been, been six a, weeks a while. I think it has yeah. been. So even just the past few weeks, like, it's been really hard for us to coordinate – 
because we're back to recording over the phone. And then that means we can't take any pictures together, which I know isn't a big deal, but our Instagram, like, I just don't know what to post when we don't have photos together. So that's going to look a little bit different. We're definitely using a little bit more like graphics, but I feel like you guys like them if you follow the Instagram. Like, I been, love them. Yeah, I think they look super cute. And I feel like we've been able to get a good response from you guys. So I don't think you mind. <laughs> but that's just my <laughs> Yeah, opinion. I feel like... I feel like it's been um, a big, like, learning process for us because I feel like in the beginning, kind of, like, not in the beginning, but, like, in the beginning of this little, like, season that we're going through, Kyleen was, like, super helpful and, like, very adaptive, and now I'm hoping I can do the same (laughs) for her. I feel like Um, you will be, too. (laughs) Yeah, um, because, like, I don't know. I I feel like I've kind of talked about, like, what's going on. Um, but I just like ended up staying at my parents' house a lot longer because of the whole puppy situation. And we just didn't really want to drive him across country if an emergency happened, which is so crazy because if you don't follow me personally or, um, I actually am posting about it on our Instagram, but we did have to put him down. And that day that we, that was the day that we were originally going to drive. That's crazy. Which is so crazy that, like, yeah. we ended up staying and then, like, that happened. I don't know what what we would have done. It would have been so horrible to not be here. So, just, Everything like, I guess. Everything works out, I swear. Like, I know. The way it's supposed to. And that it's way so you don't crazy. have to get, like, trapped in the car and then, like, I don't know. I cannot yeah. imagine, like, driving after that. I would just be like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> no, so, I know. Yeah. And so, it's, like, crazy how things work out and, like, just how grateful I am for, like, every how everything is like laid out you know so thank you for bearing with us guys um appreciate it (laughs) yeah it is like happy to see that like we because everything's been kind of easy for us like since we've started we started in november but really we like started meeting up together and like planning this probably in like september october of next year or last year and everything's just been seamless like we haven't had any obstacles or anything like that so like recording was never an issue But then this year hit and I feel like like the whole COVID situation like slowly prepared us to like adapt to these like crazy times right now, which has been really helpful. And like we've known about my pregnancy this entire time. So it's been able or we've been able to like plan as best as we can. But like your situation definitely kind of like changed things a little bit for us because it wasn't a planned thing for all of that to happen by any means. And I just feel like we've adjusted really well. And I I think it's like a really good showing that like we can, you know, make it through the hard times and still, you know, be consistent and still like love what we're doing. Right. Uh, Well, that's exactly how I feel. Like, I feel like you can tell we love this podcast and nothing's going to stop us. You guys have to hear our voices a little bit longer. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Yeah, but I think you like it if you're coming back every week. So, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like that's kind of enough for our update. Also, if you want, like, more updates of what's going on, we've been posting a lot of them on Instagram. So, follow us on Instagram at Go Get It Girl Podcast. Um, I feel like we've had some pretty loyal followers on there that are really awesome. And they always, like, comment and, I love when I see the same people. I'm like, heck yes, yes, you are the best. (laughs) I know. So, I feel like we're creating a cool community on there. So, been loving that as well but anyway let's just get into the content because I feel like I'm rambling yeah okay so like Abby mentioned we already kind of addressed the stressors that have been very prominent in everyone's life this year 
Um, but that's kind of like what led us to wanting to chat about it. Cause we were just like, kind of, I don't know. I think you just randomly texted me one morning. You're like, we need to do an episode on stress. (laughs) I was like feeling so stressed and I'm like, holy crap. Like this is affecting so many areas of my life. Like I just like was like eye opening. Yeah. Which it's funny. Cause like, it's such a common thing that we all experience, but we don't realize like how much it really can just like disrupt your life. And we don't talk about it that much. No, I feel like sometimes this is like an area of weakness to be like, oh, I'm so stressed about this. Like, and people are always just like, suck it up. Like everyone deals with the stress, you know? Or like, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. But I mean, every person's like feelings are valid. Like they're having those feelings for a reason. And so them being stressed is valid. And even if you can't understand their stress, it doesn't matter. They're still stressed. And so like, I don't know. I just think it's silly to kind of like put someone down for that. But anyways, not what I was trying to talk about. <laughs> um, I just wanted to address really quick. So I don't want to get like too scientific for this episode because we just really want it to be like really relatable and just like kind of how we work through it and how you guys can work through it. But when I was in college studying nutrition, I did learn something that really opened my eyes to stress and it made me view it in a different way that I didn't really understand. And you guys may all already know this. I think the talk of cortisol has definitely increased in the past like couple years, but I never knew that stress was an actual hormone in the body and it's called cortisol. And that like seriously blew my mind. I was like, wait, it's just not like an external thing that we just like think and have. Like there's external and internal things that affect the stress or cortisol in your body, which is like I don't know. If you didn't know that, you may have like just gotten mind blown like I did, but maybe you think <laughs> I'm crazy and you've known that forever. But like I said, there's just so many things that can wreak havoc on your body and raise these cortisol levels. And so it's the biggest thing is just trying to like identify those stressors because it's not just going to affect your ment- like mental state. It's going to start affecting your body actually too. Um, I know a huge thing that stress does is it eats at the lining of your stomach, which like I've mentioned in past uh, episodes, 70 to 80% of your immune cells are in your gut. So when you have increased levels of cortisol, you're basically like breaking down your immune system and you're starting to allow like things to just enter and cause just issues in the body. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, And just all the effects that can have, like I know a huge thing is the thyroid can get affected pretty heavily. Um, which if you guys know anyone with thyroid issues, it's very hard to regulate and just kind of um, fix, but it can affect like your weight gain, high blood pressure, disruptions like in your sleeping or energy and mood and all that kind of stuff. So it's a huge thing. So I want you guys to understand like how valid stress is. And if you're feeling it, like we really need to tackle it and not just like push it to the side because it's going to start building up and affecting more than just your mood. So kind of like we said I was literally driving and all of a sudden I was like holy crap like I feel like this stress in my life is affecting so many areas of like my body and my mental health so I honestly started like looking into it because I'm like wait so what is this like affecting um and when I looked into it I learned that it can suppress your immune system which had me a little worried because I'm like okay this is not a good time for that exactly with COVID Uh, you're like you need everything to be building (laughs) up your immune system (laughs) yep um upset your digestive tract which I know we talked about a lot Mm -hmm. and that's definitely something that I feel a lot when I am stressed um like an anxiety reproductive sorry to like cut you off but like I know everyone's felt that before like that gut in your stomach the worst feeling the worst feeling ever like that is so highly affected by stress 
Yes. Um, and then it can affect your reproductive system, which, like, just makes me, I guess, eye-opened. I don't know. Dude, like, I didn't realize that. crazy. Like, there's so many stories I've heard where people have been trying to get pregnant for, like, years. And they're tracking the ovulation. They're doing all the things that are supposed to, like, line everything up. And then they stop trying and they get pregnant. And it's because yep. there's so much stress around this situation, your body will not create life in a stressful environment. Like why, why would it do that? Our bodies are so intelligent. They would not bring life into something that is already so harmful. I don't know that one. I'm just like, that is so crazy to me, but it's so cool. Yeah. That one really got me. Um, and then I also found that it can increase your risk for heart attack or strokes, which is very serious. Um, and if all of that doesn't scare you, it can speed up your aging process, which I was like, Okay. <laughs> I got to get myself in check. I want to add one more too cuz you're I like you okay. made me think of another one, but I was listening to the Skinny Confidential literally like 2 days ago I think and they had a naturopathic doctor on and he was talking about cancer. Um that's kind of what like got him to want to be a naturopath is his mom had breast cancer and she passed away and like he just didn't really like the way that the doctors had helped her. And Wait, so, is this an old episode cuz I think I've no. listened to this. Oh. They released it I think this week. Or last week. It's a new one. I've heard like conversations like this before, but like what he talked about, I didn't really ever like think about. But basically he was just saying that there's all these things that can affect your like likelihood of getting cancer. We know the common ones of like not eating well, not exercising, too much sugar, uh, smoking, drinking, like all that kind of stuff. But the biggest one was just your mental state and just stress in the body. Because like I said, it starts to just get in there and wreak havoc. And this really isn't my story to tell. But now that we're talking about it, like I just kind of want to bring it up. Um, And I think she'd be okay with it. But my mother-in-law had breast cancer in 2015, I believe. And she was the most positive person I've ever seen about the whole situation. Like she never was like, poor me like she just was so good about like controlling the stress and not letting it like affect her mood and like you would have never known she was going through chemo radiation like we would go sit through her appointments with her and just have a normal conversation it was insane and she's in remission and has been since 2015 and I just feel like the way she like processed it through her mind was huge and that's kind of off topic but again it relates back to like the mental stress and how that just really puts it into perspective of like how important it is. Yeah. No, I've been telling Nathaniel that for years. I was like, I swear what saved her was her mentality. And when that doctor brought that up this week, I was like, I went and told him, I was like, this is crazy. This is literally <laughs> what I've been telling you. <laughs> so sorry. Anyways. No, you're good. Um, so I wanted to point out some things that you may notice in your body if you're experiencing a lot of stress. I wanted to point this out because I feel like before I really did a lot of research on stress, I never really understood why certain things were happening to me until I realized like, oh, I'm stressed Mm -hmm. and that's why this is happening. Um, So ladies, missed periods or fertility problems, um, stomach aches. This is like my most common thing that I experience when I'm having a lot of stress. Um, Tense muscles or aches in your muscles, um, headaches, rapid heart rate or shortness of breath. So these are like physical things that you'll notice in your body. Um, Dude, I used to get stress headaches when I was literally in first uh, grade. Like they, t- I went to the doctor and they're like, "Oh yeah, she has stress headaches." <laughs> Why does oh, a first my grader gosh. have that? What were you stressing about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't remember being a stressed out kid in first grade. Like there was nothing going on in my life that was too hard. But no, all of those oh, are seriously boy. like 
so good. And I think we all experience like at least one of those symptoms like weekly, I would say. Like, yeah. Those are very common it's things. It's kind of crazy. I wanted to add to just like kind of the scientific part of it is your stress affects your adrenal glands first and that's what produces cortisol. And so if you guys are experiencing any of these and like our tips and just like kind of tricks to just help you um, on your own aren't working, you should definitely go see a hormonal uh, doctor or um, this is like shouting out the company I used to work for because they're just amazing, but it's called Divine Nature and we dealt with this all the time, just like fixing adrenal fatigue and they have a supplement called adrenal support that is really good at managing those cortisol levels. We used to have a way that we would check how uh, high your cortisol was. And then that would show just kind of like the effects of the adrenal glands. And so they can do that for you. And I'm pretty sure we still have a code with them that gets you guys 10% off. It's go get it girl um, on their we website. We should post that on our Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Like our yeah. Codes. We need to remember for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that still works on their website, just 10% off. If it doesn't let me know. And I will message the owner because he'll fix it for us. Um, but that's something you guys could do. That's like a natural way. Sorry. I just like thought of that. And I was like, okay, if this doesn't work for you guys, like instead of going and taking a bunch of medicine and all that kind of stuff, like there's more natural ways to just kind of like regulate your hormones again. Yes. Um, so I wanted to move into how stress affects the mind. Um, but I kind of wanted to start with like our personal experiences. So for me, when I am super stressed, I literally cannot think right. Like I I, like do the dumbest things and none of it makes sense. And sometimes Anthony's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you? I'm like, I don't know. You're like, (laughs) I don't know. I cannot tell you. (laughs) I, yeah. Um, and I will also feel like either unhappy or like not grounded, kind of like scatterbrained. Um, and I just feel like my life will be all over the place when I am extremely stressed. So overall, my mental health is just really not well and it shows and other people can see it as well when I'm really stressed. So, um, I feel like that's when I'm like, okay, I got to get this in check because it's starting to show and other people are commenting on it. (laughs) They're like, what is wrong with you, child? (laughs) Um, mine is very similar. I feel like when I get stressed, um, the biggest thing I notice right away is a stomach ache. Like I always just feel like very queasy, but within my mind, I feel very purposeless. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I start to question like literally everything in my life. And sometimes like, do you ever have those days where you just like feel like super sad and you just like, don't know yep. why, like that's kind yeah. of what happens to me. And I don't get these very often. I would say maybe twice a year, which I'm very thankful for, but I just like, I don't know. I just can't like feel happy when I yeah, am but overly they just stressed. Happen. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like throughout just my uh, relationship with Nathaniel, we've noticed like there's periods of times where him and I both experience this, where we just have a day and we're just like, Hey, like what's wrong. And we're just like, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know, you know? And it's kind of like, you have to find comfort in knowing that it's okay to not always feel good. Um, but my mental state is definitely what gets affected heavily first. Uh, I think that's our minds, like just kind of telling you like, Hey, you should probably do something about that. And typically I'm pretty good at like addressing it. I think a lot of my stress comes from a lot on my plate that I'm procrastinating and I just need to like kind of get done. And then knowing the other things are out of control and I can't do anything about them, but I would have to agree and say like the mind is the biggest thing that just starts playing tricks on me. Like I just start telling myself negative thoughts and like that starts to affect every area in my life too. So 
yeah, yeah. I, I don't like when I am stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Um, so I kind of was doing a little bit a little bit of research before I wrote this timeline and I found this interesting fact uh, so I thought I would share it with you guys so chronic stress has a shrinking effect on the frontal cortex the area of the brain responsible for memory and learning which I literally will forget everything when I'm very stressed (laughs) Um, while stress can shrink the frontal or the prefrontal cortex it can increase the size of the how do you say that word (laughs) that word which can make the brain more receptive to stress which is so crazy to me because i'm like wait so when you're stressed then you become more receptive more receptive to even more stress i'm like it's a never-ending cycle can you just like remember feelings of like that like i that i'm just like yeah that makes so much sense yeah when i'm stressed like the littlest things stress me out even more stress me out yeah like if the kitchen's not clean or like nathaniel put a thing in the like yesterday i was like trying to get a dish and he put a big item where all of our little items are so I was like trying to get the little item and everything just starts falling and I'm just like oh like please don't do that <laughs> but just little stupid things like oh. that just like make you even more stressed out you know when you yeah. can laugh at it literally 24 hours later <laughs> yes it's crazy how like there's science you know to go behind it right um which is cool which... that like there's science that backs up the way that we've all felt you know like you can yes. put a memory to it be like yep that makes sense like i've definitely experienced that but there's like an yeah. actual reason why you experienced well it that. kind of like it, it validates like how you felt you know yeah so you don't feel as like crazy for however yeah. you were reacting because you're like, okay there's honestly like this science. episode is making me like love like i just love learning about the body i think it's so freaking cool and i've always told nathaniel eventually i want to go back to naturopathic school like once our kids are in school you and should this, dude i'm gonna do it i know i am but this like episode literally just makes me want to do it even more because it's just so interesting <laughs> to me to learn about sorry i'm yeah. definitely a nerd no. with science. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so another thing i wanted to point out is chronic stress can also increase your risk for developing depression and anxiety so i feel like that's something you kind of just brought up was that there's days where you just wake up and you're like i am just like i'm not feeling it like i'm not Mm -hmm. feeling good um i don't know why like i don't really want to move like i just feel like anything i do today is kind of like not it's just like worthless you know like those days come and like that's totally okay and they will pass um but it's just crazy, you know, that yeah. stress can bring on this extreme hard feeling. I think like the thing to like note on that is realizing that stress is like a sign that your your mind is telling you your body is going to start to decline in functions pretty soon. And I think I don't think people just wake up one day and they're depressed. Like I do believe that there's a lot of chemical imbalances where people are a little bit more like susceptible to it, but typically there's a lot of things that build like up. a buildup exactly yeah. that are not resolved, and then all of a sudden you just notice like I'm very unhappy. But I don't think it's just like literally like the flip of a switch, like yeah. you're depressed, you know. So we're hoping this will help you like realize signs that will like start you to yeah. conquer it sooner. So. Um, five emotional signs of stress. So we talked about like physical ones. So these are the emotional ones. So kind of like what we just said, but depression or just like general unhappiness. I know the the word depression can uh, make people feel uncomfortable or feel like I don't feel this way, but I think people feel like they're a failure 
and like that's not it at all but you know you just may overall be feeling very unhappy um anxiety or agitation um I think it's crazy how stress and anxiety can literally go hand in hand I also love that you're like the way that you're writing this because I think people are like oh no I'm not depressed but a lot of people could say that they're generally unhappy like yes. people could also be like no 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 I don't have anxiety but like they could call 10 times where they were agitated yesterday you know yeah. like I think people well, are afraid of those like bigger like words you know and so and I there's like the nothing to be like ashamed of or um like don't ever look down at yourself because it's like totally okay and they're yeah as long as you are like helping yourself and not um I don't know I just think it's important to like address it but yeah I mean I'm sure all of us have felt these it doesn't mean that you are you know if you are then you need to get help but it doesn't mean that you're extremely depressed and like right you know but like there's days like, that point that out sorry um, no, you're good but I just wanted to point that out because I feel like society has made those words worse but then also like yeah you've grown up thinking that. And so you don't want to have that because it sounds a lot worse than it actually is. And yeah. so, I don't know. I just really liked the way that you worded that. Yeah. Um, so just know that it's okay. Um, the next one would be moodiness, irritability, or anger. Um, I'm not really like one of those people, but I do know that that's a sign in other people. I would um, say you're the feeling- opposite of all those. I feel like you would shut down. <laughs> I do. I get I just yeah. kind of get like you're quiet. Quiet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um feeling overwhelmed is another one and then the last one is loneliness or isolation. Um and that's definitely like a very hard one to feel as well because mm-hmm. it's like you just literally feel like the only person in this entire world and like that sucks. Um, Which something I feel like is like good to note. Um did we do our vulnerability or it's coming out next week? So you you guys would have already been able to hear our vulnerability episode, but this is like kind of tying back into that where when you feel lonely or isolated, talk about it. I swear to you, yes, being vulnerable about the situation opens so many doors for people to let them in and understand for yourself that you are not alone. Like yeah. that's such a common feeling people feel all the time. And yeah, I just... And it's crazy because because I promise you, you're not alone. Yes. I think that there's a chance that once you do, you will all of a sudden feel like not alone. You that will lift a little bit. Um, So, yeah, if you haven't listened to the episode, definitely go listen to that one, because I feel like we kind of put off being vulnerable because it shows it's like a sign of weakness when I actually Mm -hmm. think it's the opposite. Um, I think so, too. I think you're courageous when you're vulnerable. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so now I kind of want to dive into what you can do to manage um, your stress. So I just kind of have them listed out on here, and we don't really need to dive too deep into them, I don't think, because they're pretty straightforward, but um, I feel like sometimes it's just good to restate them, and then people are like, oh yeah, like that's something I could easily add into my life to help. Um, So I don't know if you want to go back and forth and read them. Yeah, that's perfect. I'll go first. Okay. Um, yes. The first one I feel like is very self-explanatory, but it's something we talk about all the time and it is very effective. And that's just working out, moving your body, exercising. Um, just a quick like tip on this. It literally does not have to be anything crazy. I seriously think if you're stressed, go for a 30-minute walk outside. Something about yeah. being outside, I mean, 
clearly not right now. And the fresh Arizona. air, the sun, but yeah, exactly when it when it's decently nice outside. The fresh air, the vitamin D from the sun, like these all bring like natural things into your body that help with the hormones in your body that will just kind of like help regulate. But also you just like aren't staring at your phone. You aren't like sulking in your sadness. Like you're just doing something. And I don't know a single person that hasn't felt better after moving their body. So go give that yeah. one a try. Um, so the next one is deep breathing. Um, there's a lot of meditation apps as well. So I know this is kind of more of like a practice, something that you have to work on, but I think that's okay because I think it's, um, it feels good to slowly get better at something, you know? Um, so honestly, the night that we put Augustus down, I literally was like, okay, I need to like sit here and take like 10 deep breaths. Cause I thought I was like hyperventilating. Like I couldn't yeah. breathe. So, like, it's crazy how much your breathing can, like, just calm you, I guess. So many people, like, so many doctors talk about this one. Like, if you're not into meditation, like, I feel like it's it's easy to feel like a failure when you're meditating because you think about all these things and they tell you meditation is supposed to clear your mind. Like, if that's not for you, then literally just sit there on an uninterrupted and breathe. Like, that is a huge, huge thing. What I do Uh, is I will, like, count – oh, sorry – I was just going to say, I count to four and take a deep breath in and then count to four and take a deep breath out. And I will like repeat that. So like, I'm not like, you know, fully meditating. I'm literally just breathing. And you're just focusing on like that breath and counting that it kind of like distracts you a little bit too. Yeah. Super good tip. Um, The next one is again, another self-explanatory one, but eat whole healthy foods. Um, these are clearly what are going to be the most nutritious for you. They're going to give you the vitamins and nutrients that you need that will help regulate your hormones and keep your body healthy. Um, I think when we're stressed, we go quick to, oh, I want ice cream. I want like fried chicken, like all these things, but like, those are not going to make you feel any better. If anything, now you're going to have a stomach ache and feel stressed. So (laughs) go eat a nice salad. I feel like this is kind of, I feel like this is a very conscious thing that you have to do when you're stressed you have to be like Mm -hmm. okay I want to feel better so I need to eat healthy even though I don't want to eat this food and I think the biggest thing that you just sorry um I feel like our FaceTime is like kind of lagging because like I it looks like (laughs) you're done talking but you're not so I'm so sorry um but the biggest thing that I like that Abby just said is that you want you have to want to get better I think a lot of people sulk in their sadness because it's easier and then people feel bad for them for a little bit longer and people like stop asking when you seem like you're doing better, which I totally get, but you have to want to get better and then you can talk about more fun things than how depressed or sad you are when someone asks you how you're doing. So (laughs) yeah, anyways. Um, So the next one is taking more breaks throughout your day. This is something that really helps me. I feel like sometimes when I am like super stressed and have a lot going on, I'm like, okay, I just need to like have another five minutes to just sit here, drink some water, eat a little snack, um, get some fresh air, whatever it is. Just like have those moments to yourself and then like go back to what you're doing. Um, I think that's a nice way to kind of like break your mind up from this like intense thing that you're going through. Yeah, I love that. Um, the next one I really enjoy because I feel like everyone could always do this and it's pick up a new hobby or make time for hobbies that you already have. Um, I think a lot of people don't even like, couldn't list a hobby that they have, like besides work, being a mom, like exercising, I'm sure. Like, yeah, most Anthony and I just picked up a new hobby. What is it? 
it's um, my dad's hobby and it's pickleball. I love it. That's so cool. It's actually so fun. And we've been like playing every day. I'm like so jealous that you can like go outside and play because I I literally walked yesterday at 8 a.m. and I was dripping sweat. It was like 105 already. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just find something that like is new. I feel like doing something new is fun. Um, Again, like it's not in that routine mundane thing that you do every single day. And making time for that allows time for yourself, which like people always say like, oh, that's selfish. Like, no, it's so good for you to just literally do something that makes you happy every single day. Be selfish. Yes. I feel like we need to be more selfish more often. Um, So the next one is talking about your problems. Um, Therapy is amazing, guys. And if you don't feel comfortable going to an actual therapist, there are like a ton of apps out there that you can download that have like virtual therapists um, or just talking to a family member if you want to do that or like a friend. Um, But like there is just no shame in talking about it, okay? Just want to reiterate that for the hundredth time. <laughs> if any, you guys take anything from this episode, please take that. Um, it is so good to talk to someone. I hate this stupid stigma with therapy. I hate it so yes, much. Yes, me like, too. I'm, I'm here to break it. It's so stupid. Literally, it is not harmful. It is not silly to go talk to someone. It doesn't mean you're a failure. I've been to therapy. It is helpful. You just literally can get things off of your chest. Like just talk to someone. Um, Yes. But if you don't believe us and you're not at that step yet, then at least do some journaling or word dumping. Get your thoughts out onto paper so that they don't have to stay in your head. Um, I don't suggest rereading them. Just dump them out somewhere and move on. So um, going off of that, um, at my part-time job, we do this thing called a clearing and basically before you start your shift you write down the things that you want to clear your mind from and be like okay so I'm going into this shift and these are the things I'm going to leave behind and I can pick up after the shift if need be so it's like it's like this thing where like you literally write down all the things like okay maybe you're thinking about all these emails that you have to do and you're feeling really stressed about it write them down and be like during this shift I will not think about these emails they will be there when I'm back you know, whatever you have to write down to clear your head and then throw it away. Um, It's like such a like good feeling to just totally write down things that you need to clear your mind from. I don't know. I love it. Um, So the next one. one. No, I got you. You're good. I sorry, guys. Yeah, (laughs) she was gonna help me out, but I'm I'm done. I'm good. Um, Really quick on that one. I love that because I feel like I was literally thinking this yesterday when you have a thousand things that you need to be do. Wow a thousand things you need to do if you don't have them organized in some area it's so much more stressful because you're just like oh my god am I forgetting something like I don't know I do not understand how people don't live without a planner like I literally have to write everything down because then it's not in my mind stressing me out I can just look at a list and be like okay cool got that done check check that kind of thing so love that one um I really wanted to say the next one because I am so passionate about this one so I was like really excited that I get to say this one um less caffeine you guys caffeine is so harmful to the body and i understand that we all need it but do you need four to five cups of coffee do you need a cup of coffee a pre-workout and then an energy pill no and all that's doing is literally stressing your body out so much like this has a direct effect on your adrenal glands which is going to produce more cortisol which is going to stress you out so definitely like if i feel like i'm go ahead oh sorry no, I was going to say, I feel like I'm really conscious of this. When I know I'm feeling stressed, 
I cannot drink caffeine. Yeah, just because I know it will just, yeah, it will just skyrocket. Most people, Abby, like don't like aren't in tune with that feeling and like don't feel that. Like this is why I wanted to talk about it so much. I'm gonna throw Nathaniel underneath the bus because this has been our (laughs) fight for like literally years. Because he in high school worked at a like nutrition shop, and so caffeine was like so common to them. Like they would drink bangs, which have 300 milligrams of caffeine in it. Like that's literally insane and then they'd have a pre-workout and then like a cough like it's just too much and your body just cannot handle it but also your body gets used to that and then just wants more and more and more and I always drug it is a drug dude I feel like people should talk about it more I definitely consume consume caffeine like I I'm kind of sounding like a hypocrite but I am so aware of how much that I consume and not just because I'm pregnant um but I just feel like if you feel the need to need more and more caffeine, you don't, your body's not lacking caffeine. It's stressed out for some reason and you got to address that original stressor. Did you get enough sleep? Um, are things bothering you and you can't deal with it? And so you're just like, I need more energy so I can just like kind of work through all these things. Reevaluate why you're taking so much caffeine. I, one of them is get more sleep. So I'll just say that one now and then you can say the last <laughs> one, but I guarantee you, if you sleep more, you will need less caffeine. It makes so much sense. That's clear as day. <laughs> Yes. And I feel like sometimes there's this thing behind needing sleep. It like makes you seem like a weak person. Like, oh, why do you need so much sleep? I'm like, every human body is different. So if somebody needs a little bit more sleep than the next person, like that's totally fine and let them take it because they're like taking care of their body. Now, if they're wasting their day away, like just sleeping and you know, like that's a little different, but like if somebody needs to wake up at a different time or go to bed at a different time, then like just let them be. I think that's a good point to like add if you are sleeping like 10 plus hours a day that's another thing that you need to reevaluate why is your body so exhausted are you not giving it the right nutrients are you not moving it like I know that sounds like kind of counterintuitive that moving your body would make you more tired but actually gives you more energy yes so yeah you don't want I mean you don't want way too much but you also I mean people who get like four to five hours of sleep Oh my gosh, it is so bad for your body. Your body's not recovering ever. (laughs) And that's like the biggest thing. Like I remember when I was talking to my grandma about our puppy, she was like, I was saying like, oh, how, you know, he takes these really hard naps. And she's like, that's so good because when you're asleep, your body is restoring and recovering and taking care of itself. It's the only time that it has to recover. Yeah. So just something to think about. Um, so the very last one is to set up a time management schedule. We have a whole episode on this um, with like a bunch of like time blocking and all of that. Um, but I feel like this just really helps you like visualize your day. You can feel a little bit more like, I don't know, I feel like I can manage the day when I do this. I'm like, okay, I know exactly what I need to do and I can get it done because I have it completely organized. Um, now I know that takes like a little bit more preparation and planning, but um if you're really trying to work on this, that's a really good thing to add into your schedule. Yeah. So I love it. Those are all the tips I have. No, those are perfect. And I hope that you guys like just feel like you can walk away from this and manage your stress in some sort of way. There's so much that we can do on our own. And I'm clearly just like a huge advocator for starting with what you can do first instead of going to a medication or something, because there's clearly, I mean, that was 11 steps, I think, that you can make sure you're doing that could help you literally today. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope that you guys enjoyed this. Uh, don't forget to, to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you guys listen to your podcasts. 
And if you're feeling a little extra nice, please leave us a review and please rating. leave us a review. Please. It helps so much get our <laughs> podcast seen. I know we sound like a broken record and a lot of you probably just click off by this point anyways. So if you're still listening, please, please, please leave us a review. We will love you forever. If you're still listening, we love you no matter what. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, <laughs> thanks for just like not clicking out as soon as we said thank you for listening because I definitely do that on podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we totally understand. But if you're here, thank you. We hope you guys have a great week and... Go get it, girl. Go get it, girl.